On today's episode, we're going to be talking hurdle. It's the new wordle. I didn't fall for the Sudoku, but I've I'm all in on hurdle. Double J, the push to transform me to an FM station. Labor are getting behind, of course they are. And we've got George and Mac just wind her up and let her go. Gold sounds action, camp cope action. Let's go. All right, friends. Here we go. Let's introduce you, the one and only Georgia Gold Sounds Mac. Firstly, Georgia, hello, how are you? Where are you? Hello, I am currently in Sydney. Pew, pew, I hated you. Give us an Uber rating for Sydney. Like negative. Actually, no, okay. Like all the buildings here are so beautiful and it's – like it's a beautiful place in the world, beautiful Eora nation. I'm very grateful to be here. Um but God, I just don't like it. I don't like how there's no structure. You know how like mm. in a mm. in a good normal nice city, it's like a grid and there's like very laid out sections like where the houses are and where the shops mm-hmm. are. Well, Sydney's not like that. Everything's just a free-for-all, and I don't like, like, I don't, it doesn't work with me. It's not a grid. I feel like there's enough chaos in your mind, Georgia, without adding the chaos of Sydney's one way for the next 10 kilometers. Mm. Like, first of all, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) How very dare you? Rude. But, like, no, I could, I definitely agree. (laughs) My life is a joke. You're killing it. Oh, you're back, baby. You're just you're a zeitgeisty biatch. Uh, so, how are you going? I'm well. I'm about three quarters of the way through a coffee, so mm-hmm. I am seventy percent booted up for Fantastic. today, which awesome. is good. It's Excellent. good. I've played yeah. basketball. I've eaten an apple. I've had two coffees. I'm ready to go. Hurdle. Mm. Have you guys played Hurdle? It's the new Wordle where you get one second of a song, then two seconds, etc., and you've got to guess. You've got to kind of be a one man, woman, they, Shazam. Mm. I love it. I never gave into Wordle. I played Hurdle yesterday and I was a virtuoso. I got Madonna's Like a Virgin, because I am a virgin, on the first <laughs> second. Uh, crushed it. Have you nice. guys played it yet? Uh, I have not, but I want to. G Mark? I lost. When did you play it? Yesterday. I couldn't get Like a Virgin by Madonna because I don't listen to Madonna. It's okay. That's fair. Yeah. We so can, uh... I just, I like was listening to it and I was like, yeah, I kind of know this, but I don't know like what it is. Like, I don't know well enough to name it. Well, it's a fun little topic to start us off, you know. Tell us, Georgia, did you do Sudoku? What do you kind of do sort of pastime-wise? I know I spoke to Tomo a few years ago and you sort of said, I need to hang out with somebody. I think you've gone a bit of a rough patch and you sort of came over, you were journaling and doodling and just, you know drawing a lot in books and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was, like, years ago. That was, like, seven years ago. I remember that. It was, like, that um, mindfulness coloring book. Mm. And I slept on Tomo's couch for, like, two days and just did mindful coloring. Did it take you to a mindful place? No. (laughs) This was just annoying. What do you do now? What do you do now? (laughs) Um, I like to lift weights. 
Yeah, hell yeah. And feel strong and, you know, pick things up, put them down. Are you pretty jacked at the moment? I think I'm pretty jacked. Like I was going to say, we saw you the other week and you're, it's like body yaddy yaddy central. You're jacked as body, hell. I know. Thank you so much. Sorry for objectifying you. No, far, like literally, like, like damn. Honestly, literally, all I have going for me is how attractive I am. Is all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Incorrect. It's all I've got going for me. Honestly, Georgia, you've got a great personality. <laughs> <laughs> and no, you got and the rigatoni's looking good. Well done, you. Thank you so much. I put a lot of work into it. Um, I started like lifting, maybe like three four years ago ish Mm -hmm. because what i did was i saw that wolf creek series on stan and there's a scene in it where this girl like pulls herself up out of like a prison cell and escapes and i was like i want to be able to do that and Mm. but i have never worked on my upper body because like i'm like i'm like i'm a very broad lady i've got broad shoulders and if i were if i were to add any more to that like i don't Uh, think that the world would be able to handle it so i'm just trying to balance myself out you know yeah so just all leg i'm literally every day's leg day day. (laughs) that's our pull quote thank you that's our producer so just circling back do you use shazam i use shazam I don't know, when I hear a song that I like, I would do walk around with my headphones, so I'm always listening to songs that I like. But I do have Shazam. It's there. It's very useful. I do have Wordle, I know. Tell us about Wordle. Well, I don't play it very much. I just got it because everyone else has it. You know what? I feel like that's kind of what put me off it because everyone else had it. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm too far behind now. I want to connect with people. I want to fit in. I want to be normal. That's fair. Haven't you learned your lesson yet? You're a leader, not a follower. No. <laughs> Tough titties. I'm such a follower. I love things that I love things that other people like. Ricky Gervais made an interesting comment, Georgia, and so when he's promoting Afterlife season three, a series that uh, I think so said just destroyed her uh-huh. <laughs> too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he just you know life is basically about. Just doing things, mm-hmm. constantly doing things to keep you busy, to keep you occupied, to keep your brain ticking over. You know, whether it's weights, whether it's crying at uh, afterlife season three, whether it's playing basketball for this real. morning, all these kind of things you just get us through, get us by. For your creative process, what do weights do, um, Georgia? Do you sort of come away and you know come up with a song while you're while you're doing this? Uh, no, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> thank, thank you. I'll take that. That's my five-star review. Usually it kind of happens just doing stuff. Like I'll be like at work and then I will cut, there'll be like a line that will just like sneak its way into my head. And then after work, I go home and I try to figure out, figure it out what the universe is trying to tell me. Is that like you say you put a vaccine into somebody and as you're doing it, as you're injecting them with Moderna, you go, oh, that's a great couplet. Uh, With 5G actually. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Hey-o>! <laughs> shout out to ziggy alberts who has actually been doing some good work for the uh up north with all the um the floods are you breaking him down slowly uh <laughs> credit where it's due he's not great but he's actually honestly he's he's done more for people suffering in lismore etc than fucking scomo has my god it's not hard yeah i was it's gonna say the, the bar <laughs> is like <laughs> subterranean mikey <laughs> you know so good uh, sorry ziggy no, i don't mean that 
So did you are you putting notes in your phone? How do you remember lyrics? How do you remember like are you coming up with lyrics or are you coming up with The lyric will be kind of like tied to a melody which I will I don't know, remember. And then I'll go home and I'll look at it and I'll try to figure out what I was thinking and I'll try to make more lines and it happens a bit. Not a not a mm. whole lot, but a little bit. It's obviously been happening enough, you know, solo record, this new Camp Cope album which I think Sos made the good point. You guys just sound sort of so free and sort of, mm. you know, relaxed within yourselves. And mm. you oh, that's so nice. That's so nice. I feel like... Very centred, you know? Yeah, I feel like that's very reflective of where I'm at in my life. Like, mm. the first two albums, I was just like, not in like the best place, as we all probably weren't, like in our early 20s. And now I'm just like an old lady and <laughs> one foot in the Which grave and I'm making m- nice music. Making the most of it, babe. Make the most of it. One foot at the rave. Yeah. Well, yeah, you go through the, and you're kind of, you know, very much growing up in public as well. I think I have to make this point, but Andre 3000 said the age you get famous, you kind of sometimes the age you're frozen at. So the mm. 18, 19 outcast blew up. They've kind of in a way sort of been frozen at that age, it's hard to sort of move beyond that. So mm. tell me, are you sort of, do you feel healed after all the pandemic stuff? Do you feel a little gnarled where, I mean, even just your reflective comment then indicates you're in a good headspace? Yeah, no, I'm I'm chill. I feel like I feel good that about how much work I've done in the last few yeah. years. I always have this thing where I think that I'm a bad person. So I'm like, I have to try to be the best person that I can be. I'm going to become a nurse and I'm going to, work six days a week trying to vaccinate australia but now i'm just on award so it's a bit different it's a bit different on award but you were at the front line when we needed you so thank you on behalf of all of us oh you're so welcome you owe me you owe me so much (laughs) i owe you a fiver 5g yeah (laughs) (laughs) beautiful so i'm like okay i have to like it's just this is just my calling in life i'm meant to be a are meant to help people and also in nursing you encounter a lot of like crazy old men and there's just i just have this like i actually just have this thing where like crazy old men love me and i love them (laughs) (laughs) no like it's it's true though i just i have this thing i have this really weird thing where they just love me and i just love them and like it's the best thing in the whole world so i get to hang out with lots of (laughs) old man <laughs> fantastic i think because bo- neither neither crazy old men nor yourself have any time for small talk no it's just like big talk let's fucking go lfg totally. yeah no i love it so yeah love it so okay. much and then Freaking music is music feels more of like a self-serving thing and i know yeah. that like people you know like a lot of people get a lot of a lot out of music and all that and that's very important and as you know it's very important to me but when i like make music and do band stuff and solo stuff it does feel very like self-serving and it's i kind of like struggle with that a little bit because i don't want to live my life for me i want to live it for other people and so i'm like i just have i've got some complexes all right I also grew totally. up. I also grew up never having, you know, like I'm, I'm like a rich kid, you know, like I grew yeah. up in, I grew up in Q. My mom's a dentist. Q massive. Yeah, like I never struggled, and so Milo. If I, yeah, but yeah, I never, I never had to struggle when I was growing up. Like I'll always have my mom there to like support me 
so I'm like, I have to, I have to live my life to help other people because not everyone grew up with the privilege that I grew up with. I've just given $3,000 um, to dentists in the last month, good times, but they've done a very good job for me. Um, Milo Eastwood said that because uh, he went to school with you, yeah. our hit different uh, co-host, he said when your parents were away, it'd be like, party at George's house <laughs> and it would be litty litty and like a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, like, um, because I don't know, my mum loves to, you know, go to the Gold Coast for the weekend, go to Sydney for the weekend. Like she's a woman who's all about just like treating herself. And I love that for her. Like I love she's that. The, she's the best person alive. That's unreal. But yeah, she would go away and we'd have parties in her, in her house. <laughs> Cue the party. Yeah. Uh, but tell, tell us with the nursing stuff, you don't wake up and go, I'm a nurse today. Well, there's a lot of work that goes into uh, it. And tell us about sort of persevering with all that. I, well, I get up at 5.30. I eat my breakfast. I'd sit and watch TV for a little bit. And then I walk to the hospital. And I plan my day and I meet my patients and um, and then work an eight-hour day on my feet with not, not switching off and talking to but doctors. before that, like, how, much, how much work went into becoming the nurse? Oh, literally like two years of my life, not much. I, literally, I, don't, like, I didn't even it's go to lot. university for it. I went to like TAFE. Um, yeah. Two years is still two years. Two years That's is still two heaps. years. Yeah. And yeah, a lot, like unpaid placement, mm-hmm. which was like it's like two months of unpaid work where it's like where that's where you get your like hands on experience. But I, you know, I made it. But then when I finished nursing, I'd started the band, so I didn't have time for it. And now then the pandemic happened, and I was like, okay, it's time. Yeah, I got to pay off this hex debt, baby. Preach. <laughs> Preach. Excellent work. Hexy times. Friends, you can support Hit Different, another mushroom podcast covering Australian music. Get around us. Subscribe. What is it? It's less than like a dollar a week. It's F all. So Mm -hmm. please support us. I'm doing that thing where I'm asking you. I'm not pleading. But if you don't, then yes, then you're – fuck that. Um, We love you. Keep keep it up, everybody. Topic number two with Sophia Moly. Yeah, so, you know, it's a perfect time to talk about two things that often go so beautifully hand in hand, uh, and that is the government and its evergreen support of our arts industry. They just don't stop supporting the arts. Oh, there's so much money that goes towards musicians and the arts. It's absolutely stupid. Guys, stop it. Um... So the federal opposition has come out in support of the recent petition to push for Double J transforming into an FM station. Perfect timing, really, with Mm -hmm. the shadow of an election. Mm -hmm. Michelle Rowland, who is the shadow minister for communications, and Tony Burke, who's the shadow minister for arts and industrial uh, relations, uh, have agreed that moving Double J to an FM band would be a, quote, huge positive step for Australian music, although the opposition hasn't actually committed in any way, to proposing funding. So it's like, you know, thoughts and prayers. Mm. Thoughts Do- and prayers. It does feel a little calculated. I hope it happens. Um, Triple J 
powers that be might get a bit territorial about this and worry that their ratings will drop because the ratings have been sort of up and down. I think Smooth FM does better. Smooth yeah. FM is <laughs> it's fucking where it's at. It's the bomb shit. To be honest. <laughs> What's your take on this whole thing, Joja, in terms of like, do you love Double J? Do you hate Double J? Do you love Triple J? Do you hate Triple J? It's a big question for you. I'm like kind of indifferent. I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. I like I I I'm so naughty. I just I don't listen to the radio. Like I don't. That's not naughty. It's just like it's a Triple bit J are a bit shit scared of you as well. You reckon? Well, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I won't quote anybody here, but they've definitely sort of you know the tumult of the last sort of few years. There's definitely been times I think when they're genuinely afraid of Camp Cope because you guys have just risen up with this incredible sort of inclusive power. Um, they made your record uh, album of the week, your solo album as well, which which is unreal. I mean, it was a great record. Yeah, too, they did yeah. they did that out of fear. Bit of column A, bit of column B. No, no, not to denigrate it at all. But it's it's really interesting that that relationship, that sort of push pull, you guys have with, with Triple J. Well, okay, I wish our relationship wasn't like that. Like I don't see it that way now. It was maybe mm. in the past. I don't have a whole lot to do with it. Like I don't really, I don't, you know fuck with the music industry that's yeah yeah you know, of course like even like it chimes in with where you're at yeah like i'm i'm a bit busy i'm a little bit busy <laughs> yeah exactly like we're in a, we're in a, i'm a nurse in a pandemic like yeah you got, you got shit going on I'm just you got shit busy. going on but no i definitely think that double j should be on the radio because i think a lot of like Older musicians and a lot of women in music tend to, that's where they tend to get pushed, mm. you know, because they're not like, you know, their sex doesn't sell anymore because they're old, Yeah, which is such a thing that just happens to women in music, but not men, yeah. but not men. No, like let's keep supporting Nick Cave and Paul Kelly and let's totally forget about all the, you know, all the older women who are making incredible music but yeah i look i'm all about bitching about the government i really just i don't like them. yeah i don't like no. them mm. yeah and i think albo his voice annoys me to no end but he's lost weight you know like that should be the main thing everyone should be oh, I don't you know oh, who jesus cares? christ Fatphobic <laughs> fucking assholes. Who cares? Oh my god. I, I think in about two months we're gonna have some some nice news here. I think an elbow won't be perfect, but I think it's gonna be a much No, and they like they're honest, their honest labor, government. like they're not gonna be perfect, but the fuck they're gonna be better. Like yep. totally. Yep. Like I Again, could... talking about like bars that have been set extremely yes. low. Yep. I feel like yeah, it's... literally, like below the you know? earth's below the level of at the Earth's core, that's where the bar is. Do you think this will sort of strengthen Double J's presence and, and, and respect for for it or, or the opposite? Yeah, I think that, like, that'll open up people's minds a bit more and open up their tastes in music. And, so. you know, it exposes people to things that they wouldn't normally hear on, like, Triple J or, like, The Fox. Mm. So, I mm. yeah, I absolutely. And it'll also, also be really good for, like, Australian music and Australian musicians. And, Definitely. Yeah, I'm all I'm all for it. Like it will give musicians a um, I think it will give them a broader platform as well. Like you won't you won't just have to go from Triple J to then to to fucking Triple M to hear. You know what I mean? Like it's like it. I there, think yeah, there's a big gap there, isn't it? Between yeah. talking about smooth and gold, etc. From Triple R, from PBS, mm. FBI, four triple Z. Like 
all these just that that gap there like we need yeah. we need something in between that's not yeah because yeah. right now it's like okay when triple j stops liking you when you stop being young and hot and smoking bongs and triple j is sick of you like you don't just get sent to the retirement home you know no mm. and i feel like if it does yeah if double j kind of moves into that fm territory i think it'll it'll probably remove a lot of that weird fucked up stigma Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, you know, that'll change the way that artists are being pitched for coverage because it's like a lot of artists will be like, oh, you know, we want to shoot for Triple J and if we get Double J off the bat, then mm. that's a, mm. you know, that's us fucking dead in the water. When it doesn't need to be. Like, I feel like, doesn't need to be at all. you know, there will be some really interesting programming if that does happen because yeah. uh, you've got people who really fucking care about the artists that are being played. If anything, sorry, so it's such a good point you make. And if anything, too, more and more people are moving from Triple J to Double J and they're kind of proud of being mm. Double J listeners and the ones they're going to be losing, the younger, the younger audiences are just getting listening to Spotify playlists and listening to YouTube, you know, watching mm. like, the, the consumption of music on YouTube is massive, which people don't really understand. TikTok, et cetera, like it's you know, Spotify, all the, all the streaming services, I feel like Triple J are probably going to get a bit nervous because they're going to lose a lot of that. But that's going to be healthy because they've, definitely had too much power for too long i know it's like it's like a monopoly it's like it's gotten mm. it's so big this will this will level the playing field a lot I think. yeah and i think that they are like getting better like we've kind of got to give them that a, a bit but also like not praise them too much because like they literally only changed the hottest 100 because people were like being like what the fuck like i literally have talked to someone from triple j and they've been like, oh, you know, like, we don't want to change the date because, you know, we still need to appear to, like, appeal to, like, our regional audiences. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck you. But also, like, you know, it's good that they've got, like, that full First Nation show. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's really good. But also, like, I don't want to pat them on the back any more than they need a pat on the back. <laughs> they do a lot of good stuff. Let's, let's not forget, like, you know, this amount of support they're giving. Bad Apples, Kobe D, Barker. Baker Boy, Birds, like so many artists that get heaps of play on there as well. It's like Ziggy Alberts with the floods. He's still a <laughs> you know what I mean? God bless. You guys did super well with your Triple J like a version, the uh, 17 going under. That was a really cool reintroduction where you sang the fuck out of that song. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel, I feel very proud of myself for that. I feel good. Like I did a good job. This therapy session is going really well. Really, yeah. You know, we are. Well, actually, you're off the clock now too, so this is all free. We're going to talk to you in a second, Georgia Mark, about running with a Hurricane third studio record produced with Anna Laverty, who we love. Fucking Sing, legend. Sing Sing Studios. But first, we're going to play a little bit of music. Okay, we're back. Georgia Mac, why are you gold sounds? Tell us that. Oh, it's a pav- it's a pavement song. If you're cool and from the nineties, you'll know that it's a pavement song. I'm from the nineties. Oh my god, <laughs> so am I. I spent six six years six years in the nineties. <laughs> Good on you. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's a pavement song. I really like it, so it just kind of became my Instagram handle. It works because I feel like if you have a handle like that, then it you can lurk. Yeah. And people will be like, that's not Georgia Mac. Mm. It's gold sound. No big mm. hair. Mm. I love lurking. I'm a big Instagram lurker, so oh, I yeah. can appreciate you can find that. Out, you can find out so much. Oh, 
so much. I've got a friend who um who will remain nameless because she listens to this podcast. Love you. We have this thing where it's like, you know, if somebody's somebody's dating somebody, I can give her like a last name and a general city they live in and it will be like two minutes, got the Instagram, got all the got the lowdown. I'm like, how do you do that? And she's just like, my handle is like not my name. I can lurk around. And I'm like, wow. I need to up my game when it comes to that stuff, you I think. the detective emoji. Yeah, like I feel like, you know, we're detectives. Are you dating anybody at the moment, G? No, I'm never dating anybody. Have you met me? <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, but like, I, like I'm not a real, like I'm not a, uh, I don't know, I'm... <laughs> I don't know. I'm, no. Meet the man no. of your dreams in Sydney, and then go. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to hang out with you here. Like, man, sorry, honey, woman, do a person, whichever, yeah, whoever, yeah. whoever, yeah. whoever will. I don't know. Stop boxing. No, me in, I don't you. know. Like, I just. It's just not. You're doing your thing. I'm busy. She's saving lives, Mikey. For I fuck's feel sake. You. Oh, God, I'm getting bagged out here and I'm enjoying it. Dave Graney once said this to me, Georgia, which you'll, you'll dig. I told him that I'd fallen in love. And uh, Dave Graney turned to me and he goes, <clears throat> Well, you're tired of being happy. Amazing oh, my God. Amazing call. Think about it. It's beautiful. It's sardonic. It's cutting. It takes the piss out of life. I've thought I've been dating my lovely lady for 11 and a half years. I've thought about that quote so many times mm. and I'm still madly, madly in love. But here we are. I love that. It's That's just... so beautiful. Mm, it's dope. I love that. Tell us about this record, champion. <laughs> Enough about me. Let's talk about you. It's, uh, it's 10 songs. We'd written it before lockdown, before 2020. And then mm-hmm. the pandemic happened. We're going to like fly to Philadelphia and like record and then that didn't happen so yeah we waited a year and then we decided to do it with Anna Lafferty and we recorded it in like March 2021 like a year ago yeah it's uh, songs that I I wrote and based on my life and my experiences and Mm -hmm. playing them with my gals Kelly and Tomo and I just really hope people like it like, I feel like I, everyone hopes that. Even though I'm like, mm. it's just nice to put out music. It's nice to put your art out yeah. into the world. That's, like, beautiful. It's interesting. You know, I fucking, I've, I've, I've loved talking to musicians about the, the art that they've been creating, especially over the last couple of years, but I really fucking hate the term pandemic album. I hate it. I hate it. So I kind of am fascinated and intrigued by the fact that this was kind of written before lockdown. Right, so yeah, and then writing it a couple of before songs... then, but then recording it after. Yeah, that's interesting to me. Um, so there were a couple of songs that like we had planned for like the original album, and then I decided that I didn't like them or they didn't work with the band. Mm-hmm. I'd written like a couple of new ones. Like, there's a three songs on the album that were written like post 2020 or like around like they're around the end of 2020 that mm-hmm. made it onto the album i like them a lot um i'd written blue post pando feels good i like this album i hope that I, yeah i just i hope that other people yeah. like it and I, th- I think it's it's very different i think all other camp cope music sounds sounds terrible like i hate listening to old camp cope 
Even like the opener, I'm like, how could anyone like this? Jesus Christ, we love you. <laughs> and, but this That's album just sounds, quite, please, it sounds a lot prettier and nicer and it's very reflective of Hmm. I feel like all yeah. the all the music that I put out is a big just it's just a reflection of me. Yeah. Or like I feel know, like listening. It's what I want. I want to put into the world. What I'm choosing sure. to put out, directed by me. You know? Sure. <laughs> I feel like listening to the album. You know, from, we were talking about it a bit earlier. Like I, I said to Mikey yesterday, I'm like, there, there feels like there's a unique sense of freedom on this record, both in the songwriting and, and in the way that it's been delivered. But I feel like as a listener, you kind of like you, you feel happy for the artist when that happens. Like I'm listening to the songs on this album and I'm like, I can tell that Georgia was in it. You know, she, she's in a, in a better headspace or creatively there's something new and something more at peace going on and that makes me happy listening to it so i feel like that's kind of that is so nice goal, to hear. Right? that is so nice you to know? hear thank you so much i'm really it makes me feel really nice that you said that mm. um but it's it's great that that's obviously been a bit reflective of, of where you are at considering just, you know, the amount of work you've been doing in and out of music, the fact that, you know, Kelly's been in Sydney, Tomo's been doing her own thing as well, and, like, being able to reunite and actually get together um, and be in that creative mode, that's awesome that this is what we have to show for it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's 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 how it is, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Tell us yeah, a bit I about just... Anna as well, uh, working with Anna, but... And now um, I think you're about to talk then, and as usual, I talked over. Oh somebody. no, I can't remember what I was going to say. Working with Anna was great. It was good to have like a female energy in the room, and she's. How did, how did she get the best performances out of you guys? What are some of the techniques? And just tell us any kind of very specific anecdotes. And I don't know. She's just very chill. She's one of those like you know how like when someone listens to you, or like when you're talking. The other person won't really say much, and so you'll talk more, and you'll kind of like figure out what you're kind of say trying to say. No, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make a shred of sense. Please ignore that. Makes cut total that sense. out. Cut that out. No, no, it makes total sense. Um, <laughs> you cut Anna it out. Was, Anna was very like good and supportive. I'd I'd be like, because like I turned into like a bit of like a psycho in the studio. I like asked Kelly to like rewrite a baseline or to make a different baseline and stuff like that. Because I was a psycho, because I knew exactly what I wanted. Um, and, like, Anna was supportive of me through that, being like, no, I agree. Like, you know, it sounds a bit like like it's all, like, the same. I think we need to change it up. And I was like, thank you. Because it's, it's scary being like, hey, could you change this? Like, mm. When like, it's, like, uh, just, sh- like, my opinion. Sh- yeah. Sh- show them, yeah. Sh- Kelly. Like show him Kelly, <laughs> but like in like a little bit of a different way. Show him something different, Kelly. Yeah, and then <laughs> like I'd like have like an idea and like try to explain it, and Anna would get it, and that would re- be really nice. Mm. She was and just I very too, great but... and easy to work with, and she didn't mind that I was like backseat driving. That's good. And talk about enjoying being in a grid you know having four people in a studio there's a certain there's a synergy and there's like we're all going in this direction and i think it's easier in in a way than just having three you know to have someone else who's sort of like yeah who just can do sort of a good soundboard 
Yeah. Well, that well that's how it was with the last time when we recorded with our beautiful friend Sam Johnson. Like he was like amazing to have, and he was like so supportive of us and just like understood how we worked and stuff. And Anna was like pretty much the same. It was just a different energy, you know, different different vibe. And it was like also our like first time working with her, and so like best behavior. Tell a bit of changing tack here, Georgia. I was lucky enough to see you at the Milk Record Showcase at Brunswick Ballroom where you performed in a swimsuit and you oh, said, none stop. of you will ever do anything as embarrassing <laughs> as this, which is like, honestly, it was just like stand-up comedy for 45 minutes. I thought I was really show. funny. I thought I was well, you so were, funny. can confirm. Who do you look for? towards and who's your sort of vulnerability inspiration and kind of vulnerability go-to person or people who go fuck they've done that i can do this taylor swift taylor swift taylor swift discuss i just love taylor swift i just love her have you seen her live no but i really want to but i love how she just writes all these incredible songs obsessed with her She's just capitalizing off her heartbreak, and I love that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. There's a lot of parallels with, with the way both of you write. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I think because I've like listened to more Taylor Swift over the last few years, I'm much, much more inspired by her. Excellent. Uh, you also do a dumb bitches uh, workout on Instagram, and I think a lot of people really got some power out of that during Pando. What, uh, uh, can you explain that to our listeners? Well, the gyms were closed during the pandemic and we're all just in our houses and I like working out. <laughs> I like fitness. So I started the Dumb Bitch Workout Club and it was just, I'd just send everyone a Zoom link and we'd work out together. We'd do little like high intensity interval training little things. It was lots of fun. It kept me kept me moving, kept other people moving. It was good. Mm. I love it. I just love exercise. It's so good for you. It just, yeah. you know, you've got to use energy to create energy. It's something I think about every single day. Very cool. Uh, we'll wind up in a second, then we'll get you on a bonus episode if we're lucky. Uh, you work with Gordy, who you love. You must be getting some really insane writing offers. Can you give us the scoop on anything that's going on in the background? Um, I've had a few little writing sessions with the lovely Oscar Dawson from Holy Holy. Aww. He's Gosh. an absolute angel and we've just been like making some like nice little songs together. And I don't really know what like the plan with any of it is, but I just I like I like making music and I like making it with other people's really fun and like kind of opens you up a bit, like creatively. Mm. So you're Jack Antonoff? No, I wish. I wish. Bit different. I can be. Like, my kind of dream is to just, like, write songs for other people so I can just, like, work my normal job, but also still write songs. It's kind of the dream combo, really. Yeah. You don't have to do any of the front-facing bullshit I mean, of yeah, promoting I, cause it, like, you know? Yeah, I don't have to be, like, the face of anything. Do you like being on stage? How do you feel when you're playing no, in a like, I do. Show-tay? I do like being on stage, but, like... I feel like I put my foot in my mouth a bit and I'm like just not like a great like front I don't know. No, I'm a good I'm a good front person. I've got a lot of confidence. Hmm. But it's I'd I'd like to have no pressure in my life. <laughs> I feel like like <laughs> being a musician in the public eye puts a bit of pressure on you. Pressure makes diamonds. 
Mm. And I don't <laughs> want to be a diamond. I just <laughs> well, you're a gem, and we appreciate having you on the the uh, the studio, the the show with us this week. Really, really dig it. Would you like to hang around and do a hit different uh, bonus episode like every other guest pretty much has? Yep. What if I said no? Sick. Um. What hey, if I was like, no, you've fuck got agency. You <laughs> Uh, yeah no fuck me yeah i am even so can stay friends um great to have you aboard let's uh pick this up in just a moment thanks so much everyone for tuning in this week we hit hurdle we hit double j and we've got in depth with the rich girl from q who's made good on all who's made good on her life and has given back tenfold uh yes here to take the piss thank you for uh, being on our show george mack Thank you for having me. Yay. Groovy. All right. In just a second, hit different bonus episode.